Hello, my name is Tyler. Thank you for joining me on Guiding Black and Brown Students in the Education System. This is my first episode. My name is Tyler, and this is the first episode of my podcast. Let me tell you, I am so blessed that I have this opportunity to share so much insight for ones who are listening right now. To make this clear, this isn't a podcast to bash any school districts, but only a guide to help you and support you with your child or children to navigate through the school system. This podcast isn't only for black and brown parents, it's open to everyone, but I will discuss more topics that relate to my black and brown families and their children. In many areas, black and brown students are underrepresented at their schools, and the resources can sometimes be a challenge to find. So I hope you find this podcast useful and beneficial as you and your child navigate together in the education system with everything I am going to share with you today and every week. In upcoming episodes of the podcast, you will hear interviews from educators, parents, and students. I'm speaking to you families, guardians, siblings, friends, etc. Your child's education experience, K-12, through is so critical in their life. They are going through so many changes mentally and physically. As a parent, it is important to be there every step of the way. Why is it important to be involved in your child's education? In a study done by Javid Jafaro called Factors Affecting Parental Involvement in Education, the analysis of literature, he states, Parental involvement plays an important role in students' education and the advantage of it for the students. When parents get involved, they make a contribution to their child's emotional development and behavior. Regardless of family income or background, parent involvement helps guide students to have higher grades, test skills, social skills, and improved behavior regardless of family income or background. Based off the study, the three main reasons for parent absence is lack of time, and this could be traveling time, sports after school, etc., lack of knowledge, lack of knowledge of the curriculum, study habits, or there may not be any communication from you in the school and not interested. Language barriers are also another factor that play a big role. Experiences with racism can also impair the academic achievement of students. So what does parent involvement in education look like? And what steps can you take? Many parents depend on the education system to teach their child. But in reality, parents need to be their first teacher, advocators, and counselor. 
You heard me correctly. The first teacher. But how is this possible without no time, no knowledge of the current curriculum, the distance, full-time working, etc.? There are so many different factors that play a big role in the absence of a student's education. What can you do as a parent to best support your child? In a research-based publication by Kathleen Cotton and Karen Reed Wicklin, parents can support their children's schooling by attending school functions and responding to school obligations, such as parent-teacher conferences. Even if your student is an adolescent, which is the period following the onset of puberty during which a young person develops from a child into an adult, it means a lot to them when you attend. They may not show you, but trust me, it means a lot. Not only is it important to be present, but you also need to know what they are learning academically and how they are doing in the classroom, and what are they struggling in. Their teachers can give you detailed information of all these questions. Another way parents can be involved is actively looking and checking for completed homework and asking about their assignments. Most students will say that they did all their homework and they don't have any missing assignments, but it's important to check check their homework. Instead of asking questions such as, did you finish your homework? Ask questions such as, let me see your homework. Or the project that you worked on last week, can I see what grade you received? In most schools, they normally have a platform that parents can use to check their students' class syllabus, classwork, and homework or the submitted late work or future assignments. A lot of times the platform is also used to check attendance, test scores, and it gives you access to their teacher's emails. Checking on the platform and understanding how to use it is so beneficial to your student's education. Ask your school if there are any platforms or programs that are used to track your child's data. Your child wants you to be interested in what they are learning and the activities that are taking place at their school. And if they don't, there might be a reason as to why. In addition to school programs, schools will have start with a welcome meeting with parents and teachers and or back to school night in the middle of the school year. If you already have a child and attended to either or both, You will know this is a time that students get to show off their work in the classroom and an opportunity to meet their parents. Unfortunately for some teachers, there is a negative stigma that black and brown parents do not care about their child's education because of the low attendance of many black and brown families. If you are unable to attend because of work, an emergency, the distance, or whatever the case may be, ask if they can pre-record the sessions or request a meeting to discuss the layout of your child's classes. Zoom is also an option that many teachers and parents use. It's become a very useful platform 
since COVID to get in touch with the teachers if time and distance is a concern. A child's education takes a team and must be reiterated at both ends, home and school. At school, there are programs and resources for your student, but may not always be broadcasted for whatever reason. So please ask about the resources and ask what the school offers as far as education, guidance, resources, social emotional resources, sports, after school activities, and parent involvement opportunities if possible, and any resources or clubs provided for our black and brown students. At my school, we have a BSU club, which is a black student union, which helps create a community for the students to have relevant discussions, discuss the history of African-American culture, and a space where students feel comfortable to be who they are. Most schools have other clubs, so check it out with your student and see what may catch their eye. It is so important to know how to navigate around the school and to understand what the school has to offer. You must be first in your child's education. I'm sad to say that not every educator has the best intentions for your student. So it is important to know and have a conversation with your child so then you know how to enhance their knowledge and advocate for them when needed. You should be the first choice. And I will say this again. You should be their first teacher. Parent involvement is providing students with all their school supplies. And if there are financial difficulties, schools have funding and supplies that students can have, such as backpacks, pencils, pens, markers, etc. Please reach out to your student's school or district to ask about the resources that are intended to help students and their needs. We should all know this one, but food is key. Students on my campus are also offered free breakfast and free lunch for all students, regardless of family income. In the event where your student doesn't want cafeteria food, it is important that they maintain a healthy diet. Even though some schools sell snacks for students, many children go to school hungry every day. You can only imagine students trying to accomplish their work from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. without eating. I will say that I am not a happy camper when I do not eat. So, and I believe that's called hangry. But anyway, they need to fuel their brain. Ask your child what fruits and vegetables they are interested in. If they don't enjoy eating lunch, then making them a hefty breakfast is helpful as well. I get it. Many students are extremely picky. So consistency is key. And encouraging to try different healthier foods in their diet is important. Ask about the veggies and fruits they do like, so then at least they can get some balanced meal. So then at least they can have a balanced meal. But food is so very important. Please do not have your child go all day without eating. 
encourage them to eat, and encourage them to eat some fruits and vegetables. At my school, we actually start a little later from our previous years, so students have enough time to eat breakfast, do homework, and get some extra sleep, and complete their homework. So speaking of sleep, getting enough sleep is so crucial. Sleeping less than nine hours at night may have a lasting effect on the neurocognitive development. According to a new study published in the Lassen Child and Adolescent Health by researchers at the University of Maryland School of Medicine, early adolescents, child experience, rapid growth and development, and sleep plays a big role. But there is a growing trend of children and adolescents sleeping less. Outside the brain, the researchers observed negative effects of insufficient sleep on memory, anxiety, depression, problem solving, and school performance. I highly recommend to have a bedtime routine. And that could involve taking all screens away, such as their cell phones, TV screens, laptops, so then they are not tempted to look at any screens. And this could also include maybe lavender scents to help them relax, words of affirmation before they go to sleep, taking some time to read a book a little bit before they go to sleep, but working on something that could soothe their brain and get them tired. This will mentally help your child to become prepared for the next morning, waking up early, going to school, learning, coming home, and then doing it all over. Before they go to sleep, I forgot to mention it's so important to have a space where students are able to complete their homework. And this is without a cell phone in their hands or a TV in front of their eyes. Social media is a big factor that could affect your child's education. Most students, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation external, cdc.gov, kids ages 8 through 18 now spend an average 7.5 hours in front of a screen for entertainment each day. Think about it. 7.5. 4.5 of which are spent watching TV. Over a year, that adds up to 114 full days watching a screen for fun. That's just the time they spend in front of a screen for entertainment. It doesn't include the time they spend on the computer at school for educational purposes or at home for homework. The CDC recommends kids get at least 60 minutes of physical activity each day. The time kids spend watching TV, playing video games, surfing the web is time they could be physically active. Also remember, kids are like sponges. So if they see you on the phone 24-7, then most likely they are going to mirror the same behavior. So pick up a book. Or show your child how to learn a new craft or skill. 
maybe take a walk to the store or a walk around your neighborhood. This will also encourage conversation and help your child to open up to you. So giving your students the necessary supplies for school, creating a space for homework, checking and asking about homework, classwork or activities, attending back to school nights and or parent conferences, all encourage a positive outlook of education. Food, sleep, monitoring screen time, inquiring about their workload are some of the many factors that help your child become successful in school. If you have any questions about upcoming activities and volunteer opportunities, please look at your school's website and or talk with your child's counselor. If you see any concerns or behavior issues, please talk to your child's counselor. Some students may not open up right away. However, creating space for them to do so, such as eating dinner with them without any cell phones or going on walks with them, maybe going to a place somewhere where they enjoy, all help encourage conversation. And it creates a space where students feel safe to open up to you. I appreciate you tuning in and listening. As mentioned, I am just now starting off and I realize the high demand for resources to support many parents. Remember, there is no special handbook on how to be the best parent. But remember, you are their parent, not friend. At times, your child may be very upset and may not want to listen, but with consistency, guidance, love, and resources to support you, they will realize that everything you do for them only creates a bright tomorrow and a bright future. I hope you found this podcast useful and important. And if so, please continue to tune in on my next episode next week. I will always have time to answer your emails. So if you have any questions or concerns about your child or anything I share to you, please email me at guidingbnbparents at gmail.com. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Tune in with me next week. See you then.